All right. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War Special Edition. Um, we are here to talk Lucha Underground. As you know, Lucha Underground is in the midst of its third season. They are taking a little bit of a hiatus, so we are going to kind of get everyone caught up what's happening in Lucha Underground Season 3 so far. And with me, we have very special guests. First of all, rejoining us from a long winter's nap is Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. It's been a while. <laughs> you can tell Garza has been away for a while because he has grown the full comeback heel beard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't win the Royal Rumble with that thing, sir. All right. And uh, with us is our pal in the mainstream media, Matt Carlins. How are you, sir? It is awesome to be back on the midweek, and it is amazing to see Garza again. I just I never thought I'd see him again, and I'm so excited that, he, that he's safe and sound. <laughs> and we we were very worried, and of course. What would a Lucha Underground Special Edition be without our very special guest? I think we can technically consider you a co-host of the Midweek War at this point. <laughs> Co-executive producer of Lucha Underground, Krista Joseph. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. It's, uh, it's awesome to be back on the Midweek War, and uh, it's good to see that Gars is alive. we were all very concerned but luckily he resurfaces around Mayhem Mania time to to create some graphics for us so uh, I got my arm broken by Pentagon Jr. so I had to take some time off I I figured either that or you were uh, made into a skull throne or something like that (laughs) oh man that that, you never know what happens Uh, I'm I'm just I'm glad you didn't end up on the uh, the board of missing people yeah I was gonna have to put him on the on the office so in the office of uh, <laughs> Captain Vasquez. Um, you can still do that. I, yeah. I know it's Garza's yeah, well, likeness. I'm giving you full permission to do that. Yeah. You just might have to sign some stuff for me, but yeah, we can handle that. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, you can put us all up there. I, I will I will change my face. <laughs> we, we all volunteer to be killed off camera on Lucha okay. Underground. <laughs> well, I, I'm telling you, if I ever do get down there, my goal is to be the random guy in the bathroom eating popcorn. Okay. That's my goal. I, 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 we'll have to work on that and make it happen. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Lucha Underground. Um, my, I guess my first question right now is, why the fuck do we have to wait till summer? Uh, <laughs> I sometimes ask myself the same question. Uh, I wasn't necessarily uh, prepared for that to happen. Okay. Uh, we didn't necessarily write the season for that to happen. Uh, it was a network decision, and I think uh, you can read about things that the network's doing and, and uh, the programming that they're creating um, coming up, some lots of new cool stuff that they're doing. So uh, I think that was kind of part of the plan to kind of Maybe package those together, I think you might want to think is going to happen. So yeah. it's a little bit of why. And plus, we shot so much Lucha. Gosh, we shot like 67 episodes of Lucha last year in like a few months, it seemed like. <laughs> so how many episodes do we have uh, when when we come back? 21. Holy crap, another 21 episodes. All right. 21 and a two-hour finale, counting the Oh, okay. That that's incredible. So basically, twenty two hours of content still. Twenty two hours of content for four four weeks of Ultima Lucha with a two hour finale. Oh, four oh, weeks. Sorry. oh my god! <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh my god! Episodes or season six when 
Ultimate Lucha lasts for like two months. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to keep adding a week. So season three, we do four weeks. Season five, we'll do four, Yeah, we'll do five. Or, yeah. You Six. know, it's Something. almost going to get to the point where you can have a day long of Ultima Lucha. Just a, a 24-hour marathon of Ultima Lucha. Yeah, one time, it'll be the whole season one year. <laughs> so it, just following up on Mike, it, it, a, a little bit fortuitous that you had an episode where Dario basically – clears out the entire temple. So when they're telling you, look, we've got to cut this off, were you kind of like, well, if you're going to cut us off, this is a good spot, or yeah, is this I thought, just a happy accident? I thought that was a good one, and I also think that the next episode afterwards would have been a good one too. So either one I was gonna, I was okay with, and, uh, you know, hey, got to roll with the punches. Is the next one we get back all night long? Um, yes. Okay, I can't. I can't figure. I'll probably get in trouble for saying that, but yeah, it is. Well, I mean, we kind of figured it was just yeah, based I mean, on how that yeah, they were you can kind of tell that that's where we're headed. So, okay, yeah. I was actually think, uh, wondering something similar because uh, before the, the mid season ended, a lot of people expected all night long to be the last episode, and we were all thinking like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what's, what's going on?" Uh, so, what, was that like change on the fly, or was it the plan all along? Well, we never had that as the plan all along. Uh, that was a plan that came uh, at some time around the holidays, maybe, I think. And uh, um, and that was just the decision to go with that one because of kind of the chaos that was created in that episode. And, uh, you know, it's a, it, uh, to me, coming back on All Night Long is a good match to come back on. And, and uh, it's an awesome episode. Excellent. Um, and, and I'm not going to lie. Um, I can't believe I didn't know this existed before. I just watched Giant Mundo's Welcome to Slamtown video. Oh, you've never seen that before. <laughs> I had not seen it. I don't know. I think at some point, like, during the Christmas rush, I saw that it existed and then totally forgot to watch it. So as I was, like, reviewing my notes and everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, that Slamtown thing happened. I never watched it. So I, I'm like, yeah, this will be fun. I'm just, you know, setting up. At, and I just hear the song. I'm like, Okay, I need to watch this about five or six more times. Yeah, it's and a, is there anywhere I can download it as a ringtone? Oh I, no, I I actually mentioned that to them, and yeah, uh, you know we're behind on things sometimes uh, with this Lucha Underground. It's like, uh, you know, I, I think you should be able to get it as a ringtone because I'd have it as mine. That's for sure. <laughs> so, so like, there's like so much more footage that didn't even make it into that music video that are that's just hilarious. But I think they took the best of the best. So, I, so the first time Johnny Mundo uttered the word Slamtown was like, yes. this very little aside that, of course, we all picked up on because it was instantly hilarious. But you guys are operating in this vacuum, obviously. You're, you're doing everything in bulk. And, but, but he's been using it more and more, and he's, like, in the arena, and he's telling the Mac, you know, I'm taking you to Slamtown. Like, I, I'm just curious, like, how do you become aware that this is a thing? we got to keep going with this. Well, I mean, we just kind of started, I guess the first few times he said it, we we're like, this is awesome. And then John just said it anyway, even if we didn't put it in. So then it was just like, <laughs> okay, let's just keep it. And then uh, when he went and performed his own song and kind of wrote his own song with the people who, who helped make that song, uh, yeah, he uh, they, he made it Welcome to Slamtown. So it's kind of a kind of a cool thing. I love Welcome to Slamtown. I, I do appreciate that he records Topless. Yes, always. I, I, he pretty I think, much does. I, 
He pretty much does everything that way. So, hey, hey, you know what? If I look like Giant Mundo, I would, I wouldn't own shirts. The only shirts I would own would be Lucha Underground shirts, and they would yeah. not have sleeves. Yeah, he he very rarely wears a shirt anywhere. I don't think. Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, it's Giant Mundo's world. We're all just living it. It's true. <laughs> um, so I, I have a question. Yep. Now, I'm not I'm not sure if you're up on internet rumors. Oh, but, okay. But we heard a rumor about um uh, how am I pronounce how do you pronounce this? Netflix? Net, oh, yeah. Net, okay. Netflix? <laughs> yes, yes. Um yes. something like that. Uh, yeah. and is there anything like that you can tell us is happening or when we might see it or anything like that? Or do we not know yet? I mean, I definitely know that uh, something is in the works. I mean, I can't deny that there's stuff out there that people are saying. I don't know (laughs) if all the information out there is completely accurate, but I mean, as with anything reported in, uh, in wrestling sites and stuff, sometimes if you don't get it straight from the source, it's not always totally accurate, but, uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty confident that uh, Netflix will become available. Our Lucha will become available on Netflix for a lot more people to see. But uh, we'll wait to see that Netflix makes that uh, formal announcement, and that will be. Uh, that will hopefully be the beginning of a good thing, and a lot more people will have the opportunity to uh, watch the show, which I think uh, will be greatly benefit. Uh, greatly benefit uh, everything about the product. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, hopefully, gets closer to maybe the announcement of a season quattro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally waiting for that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening out there, please make it happen. I, I'm, I'm literally like, as soon as it drops, I'm going to tell every single person I know. I'm like, watch one episode. If you're not hooked, I won't mention it again. But you'll be hooked. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to hang in there a little bit, you know, especially in the beginning to kind of, if you're starting it from scratch, I think you got to hang in there for a little bit. And then it starts to, the story starts to flesh out and, and uh, you know, you start to see some things pay off. So, yeah, it's it's a good thing for us. I, I definitely, I definitely think uh, it will be awesome uh, if that happens. Do you have <laughs> like, a, is there a season one episode that you would put in front of a newbie to be like, this is the one to get you hooked because I know we've talked about that. Yeah, um, um, that, that 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 the beginning of season one is kind of like a a buy-in period for a little while. Yep. I was curious if you have like a point where you're like, this is the one. That would be I mean, I, I guess that would depend on what necessarily people are into. Uh, maybe, um, maybe the episode episode eight or nine. I mean, Aztec Warfare for sure. If you're like a wrestling fan, I think that's an awesome show. Uh, Grave Consequences, again, another one to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that they're pushing the envelope this far. Um, You know, there's Trio's Champions one, 24. That's a good one. But I think people should start from the very beginning. Oh, no, Trio's Champions. You have to see the whole story of that. Yeah, yeah, you really do. Like, Grave Consequences, I could see that maybe being a starter one. But, God, I remember... Because I thought when I was watching the first Trios Championship, I thought I was accidentally spoiled on who won. Yeah. And then when <laughs> I saw the episode, I'm like, oh, there's something else going on. What's happening? <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I, I think there's lots of jumping in parts, parts but hopefully with, now it's on Netflix, people will just you know see it and watch it. It's really the first wrestling show, if it 
goes on Netflix. That that will be out there. So uh, hopefully it, it uh, catches uh, on fire. It, it would definitely be a unique opportunity for binge watching. Uh, yes, yes, but don't forget that with all unique opportunities, there's always a twist that usually horrible. <laughs> oh God! All right, uh, so let, let's let's go back to how season three ended. Um, is El Dragon Azteca dead? Oh, I don't because, want to take that away. Well, I mean, uh, no, I mean, like he looked dead. Like that looked like it hurt a lot. Like. Yeah, uh, I don't think that El Dragon has taken it. Okay. No. Uh, he's he's because, because, like, I think Ray would have been a little more worried had he been dead, maybe. Because <laughs> I'm waiting for you guys to do, like, an actual murder of a character live in the temple. I'm waiting yeah. for that to happen. Okay. Well, well Conan pretty much died. Right? Wait, who? <laughs> Technically. Oh, yeah, okay. But an actual murder, you want to see a live murder. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the rain. (laughs) (laughs) It does feel like we haven't got a good death in a while. I I wasn't even really thinking about it that much. There's there's a good death coming. Okay. Uh, Yeah, on the other side, come come May 31st, I think it is. Is that what we're promoting? Oh, my goodness. May 31st, yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. That's sooner than I expected. Yeah, I think think everybody will get to see some good deaths coming. Deaths or death. I can't remember how many. I think we have a few. Okay. Yeah. Some people are going to die. That's great. (laughs) All right. Now, now Matt, uh, you had a very important question about one of the uh, screen grabs from the trailer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, We were talking about it last night. We were like, what what should we we, ask? uh, We were uh, (laughs) looking back over our our, uh, screen grabs from the trailer for season three, kind of looking for stuff that we haven't seen yet. It seems like a lot of the... um, um, outside the arena storyline with Melissa Santos has not been unfolded yet. Yeah. And that was kind of a big tease at the end of the last uh, episode before the break. So I'm guessing there's some of that coming. Maybe? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that for sure that's, that is going to be a major storyline uh, in the second half of the season. So uh, that's a good one. It's definitely a good one. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, there, there. I think there are a lot of things in that trailer that you guys haven't seen yet, so that's that's pretty exciting, at least. Yeah. Well, it uh, seems like we. So, get- so what? What makes you decide to go like this? Is very unusual to take a ring announcer and like do like a full storyline. I, I can't. I, I, just, of, I can't think of another wrestling promotion period that's ever done this. But I mean, obviously, you feel like this is going to work. But I do think it's going to work. I, I. I mean, gosh, uh, Melissa is pretty popular and i could you know not only on like social media and around like i never really hear anybody say anything bad about melissa santos uh the fans in the temple like adore her and uh you know i knew that she had the potential to pull off what we wanted to do so um you know plus we've been kind of in a way setting this up for quite some time with uh with marty and uh and her he he hasn't uh, left her alone for you know, two seasons. So, um, we felt like we keep keep it going, keep it going, and at the right time, we we will, we will pull the trigger. And it's a it's a wild ride. 
<laughs> oh god! All right, so it does involve Marty and who we think who we thought was Phoenix from the uh, from the snapshots from the trailer. Quite possibly, uh, I, did, I definitely. I mean, you saw in that last episode, Marty was uh, spying on Melissa. So, you know, you can you can connect the dots if you want to, but who knows? You know, you never know. It could be a surprise that you don't see coming. Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of surprises that we don't see coming, yes. Um, does anyone else in the temple have an irrational fear of spider, spider, and spider type people, <laughs> or is it just sexy star? <laughs> No, and and maybe there's more to that than than everybody thinks there is. So, um, yeah, uh, sexy is obviously being either taunted or teased, or you know, someone's messing with sexy. That's for sure. I can tell you that. Okay, um, I, I want or something. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Someone or something. Thing? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to have a giant Lucha spider. Uh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> we got a Luchasaurus. Lucha Aragog is coming to Lucha Underground. Uh, yes. Um, so, so Chris, um, yes. wrestling wrestling dinosaurs, huh? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's reptiles. <laughs> reptiles. Um, yeah. Ibera, uh, Pindar. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question. The, they the live anime, in a snake layer. Uh, by the way, that that set is amazing. Yeah, uh, the guy yeah. from uh, one of the guys from Guar, uh, he made he he made he made that stuff for us. So, oh uh, shit! He, like carved it all. He carved the chair out of foam. Like it's it's it was crazy, man. I was like talking to the guy and asking about himself. He's like, "Yeah, I'm in Guar." I was like, "What are you doing here? Doing this?" He's like, "Oh, I just <laughs> love doing this stuff." <laughs> right on. Fantastic. I keep waiting for Tulsa Doom and, and Conan to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, uh, uh, that, uh, yeah, that 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 snake layer is kind of like an Indiana Jones set. Like, you know, yeah. when, I, sometimes when you walk around the temple and you see some of the sets, you feel like you're like on a ride at Disneyland or something like that. It's so <laughs> weird. Oh my god! Well, that, the that's... set's awesome, and I mean, I, I don't want to give you the wrong idea. I think the the masks on the Luchasaurus and. Uh, and Pindar are amazing too. I mean, I, that's that's a pretty solid. That's a pretty amazing uh, mask work, especially for a wrestling. They're, they're way too good. Like, <laughs> I like to see masks. The like, saw, they're freaking me out for a minute. Uh, one of the, yeah. all right, one of them looks like a sleeve stack to me. Mm. From uh, from Land of the Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I always thought that uh, that in a way Pindar uh, looked like uh, that reptile guy that. Captain Kirk fights. Uh, <laughs> so now I'm like, we have to do a scene where he fights somebody in the desert. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool mess. And, and we just kind of had this idea and we worked with this guy, Asby, who is our, who's our costume guy. And, and he found some people who make like move masks for movies and stuff like that and we had to try a few different variations of them before you know they could breathe in them and, <laughs> and things like that but uh you know once we did uh pretty cool all right now really impressed they can have good matches in them because they look like stiff and and just hard and, like i'm seeing the ones they're doing in new japan with uh tiger mask w and it just—I mean—it looks so uncomfortable, but they still manage to have good matches. Yeah, I mean, they're very much like Drago. It's kind of like a lot like Drago's mask, so uh, it's very similar. 
Are they going to get any like additions like Drago has with the wicked tongue? Um, I don't know. You'll have to watch. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I do. I do have a more of a funny question. Okay. Now, uh, the the internet when we first got uh, a view of the 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 dinosaur. Yeah. There there were two nicknames going around. Yes. And I I know neither of them are his actual name, but you know yeah. we we like to we like to throw things around. Yeah. Which which do you prefer? The um, one that was in the temple, Luchasaurus, or Under Snaker? I, they're both really good. They're both really good. But I, I think I like Luchasaurus because that's that's the kind of original one. And as soon as he came out, people started chanting Luchasaurus. I thought that was pretty damn creative uh, to come up with on the spot. Like I mean, the moment he walked out, the crowd just started chanting Luchasaurus. So I'll give I'll give that one to the to the people in the temple. Okay. So did they actually get intro? Like, were they told the names of these guys or no? No. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh, always we, keep it. Always keeping the the temple in the dark. Yeah, yeah. We keep the temple in the dark about everything. They have no idea why things are happening. Sometimes they just have to try to figure it out, and then I think that helps too, though. Sometimes with their reactions, and and you know, since even the audit, even the announcers technically don't know what's happening. I mean, I think sometimes Vampiro has a little inkling because he's like you know from dark places and does weird <laughs> things. He would know this stuff, but like. You know, for the most part, they everybody's kept in the dark, so it's kind of cool that like the audience reacts that way when they see something that they totally didn't expect or didn't know was happening. Okay. Um. So uh, another another question with Cage. Yes. Um. Why doesn't he wrestle with the gauntlet? Like, uh, with the gauntlet on. Um. Because a that would be kind of difficult <laughs> okay um, I, well i wasn't sure if it was more like a logistic thing or if it's like a story driven thing or um well i mean partially he just takes it off before the matches when he has it on it's because he's transforming into a god slowly um but uh you will see him with the gauntlet on in the ring eventually. okay okay all right so so it's kind of like the the gauntlet corrupts him like the ring corrupts frodo I guess you could say. I mean, that's kind of the the purpose of the gauntlet is that uh, whoever wears it, then uh, the god enters their their body. Okay, so he's a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, he calls himself the machine. You know, the god and the machine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. give away too much. Gosh, you guys are pushing well, me hard. Let, let me ask you this because we, we are we are. I almost I almost talking. said something, but I, I good thing I didn't. I've been kind of like looking through some you know old recaps of episodes. Um, I, I noticed that when uh, Dario met with the um, the two fellas in the first episode of season three, uh, who, for lack of a better name, Doctor Claw basically is uh, is not seen on camera, but you can see his hand, and he's got what appears to be a glove or gauntlet similar or perhaps the same. Yes, is there a connection there? Uh, yes, it is. It- uh, you can look at Cage's gauntlet and his gauntlet, and it's uh, very, very similar. Oh wow, that's if good, not Matt. I didn't. If not the same, Matt. Matt, what, which one was left hand? Which one was right hand? I think Nothing Cage was wearing left. his on his right, and I think Doctor Claw had his on his right too. So okay. same gauntlet. Would be okay, okay. I feel, I feel like <laughs> so, I'm getting too close to too close to the target now, so I feel like I have to back away. Um, <laughs> So, bottom line, is Thanos coming to Lucha Underground? (laughs) I wish. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Uh, well, Chris, uh, we've done half the season, half the season three so far. What's been your favorite part of season three? Hmm. Uh, gosh. Um, my favorite, like my favorite part that has aired. So yeah, far? that has aired. That has aired so far. Um, I really liked Aztec Warfare. Uh, to me, that was just a lot of fun and and unexpected, uh, controversial. I like that, and uh, uh, that's that's been good. I've also, you know, it's it's nice to see uh, the the worldwide underground start to take shape. I, I I enjoy those guys, and that's been cool. And then I guess also um, Pentagon versus the Black Lotus Triad was yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, oh, we really enjoyed that episode. That that was a lot of fun. Um, Give me one second. Give me one second. Yeah, sure, no problem. We almost got him to spoil something, guys. Yeah, I think we're really <laughs> close. I think we're really close on that gauntlet thing. So mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I think thinking. it might be the same gauntlet. I, I think that's what he was leaning. But it wouldn't make any sense for the big bad to just give away. But with Thanos, would not just give away his Infinity Glove. That would not make any sense. Maybe it was the former holder of the gauntlet. There's two. Like there's two uh the split medallions, right? Oh, oh yeah. That's oh shit. Split medallion. Got, that's yeah, that's good. We definitely yeah. have to ask him about the split medallion. <laughs> I like how this is like our huddle. Well he's Oh yeah, no, this is great. <laughs> like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta get ready. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. It has been fun to go back through like some of the recaps though, because it's I totally forgot that the gauntlet was sorry. basically the same thing. No, it's all right. It's okay, we're having a huddle trying to Trying to yeah, we're gonna figure out what are we gonna get out of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, uh, so the Black Lotus Triad was that always in the cards for Pentagon, or was that kind of uh, a switch of direction? Well, I think like once we knew at Ultima Lucha Dos when Pentagon broke Black Lotus and. Uh, I'll drag an Azteca's arms that they wouldn't just forget about it. So, okay. yeah. Are we going to see uh, more of the triad? Uh, I hope so. Me too. Talking about <laughs> the triad, how did you guys uh, came about to booking Yoshirai and Kerry Hojo? And- well, yeah, funny story. Uh, we went to a uh, I went to a show in here in California, um, a stardom show as a guest of Mariposa, Melissa Anderson. And uh, at that show, uh, I met Cobra Moon, Thunder Rosa. Uh, And then I also got to watch those three girls perform. And after I watched them, uh, especially, you know, uh, I like lost my damn mind. And and, uh, (laughs) so uh, I, talked to Mr. Agawa from Stardom and um, had a nice conversation with him. He was very nice. They knew of Lucha Underground and uh, were fans of the show. And um, so uh, the next day, uh, my boss, Eric, um, EV Dub, he he went because they had a second show. And, uh, you know, we were like, dude, you got to go. You got to go check this out. And then he went. And he lost his damn mind. <laughs> and then he was like, we have to find a way, anything possible to get these girls. So then he really pushed forward with it and, and helped help make it happen. And, uh, and we made, we made something happen and, and, and it got to, got, got to go down. So it was nice. so awesome uh, to have them. Uh, they, 
Uh, we shot it. Uh, they were here in Vegas. They were in Vegas for like Cauliflower Alley, and then we just kind of worked it out so that they could come and we could knock out uh, knock out a taping. Nice. Yeah, I, re- I, remember, I remember Eric was talking about that a little bit too when I had him on a little bit earlier in the uh, year. Yeah, he uh, he's in love with the Black Lotus Strad. He's there. His favorite. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I can see why. I mean, they're so freaking awesome. I'm sorry, you were saying Garza? Oh no, no, no. Answered. <laughs> um, okay, so another thing. Th- this this medallion that uh, Katrina has. Yeah. Um, half a medallion. Half a medallion. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Is it what kind of like is that the medallion that we saw from like millennia ago that was split into two or was that a half then and well I don't want to tell you that uh, but <laughs> I mean you can see that half is with somebody and half was with somebody else and, yeah um, and uh, but who is the original holder of that medallion and. You know, I guess that is kind of the question, but you'll see the medallion again. Okay. This is not the same type of medallions as the ones for the Gift of the Gods, right? No, because those are ancient Aztec medallions, I guess. But I guess technically oh, okay, that okay. one is too, uh, but well, that's an amulet. We call the uh, the the one that the girls have is, is an amulet. Okay. Oh. okay. Hence the title of the episode, number 302, The yeah. Amulet. Okay. And, and so the ballpark. Get the ballpark. We'll have all sorts of artifacts by season five. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's gonna be like a... <laughs> is there ever be a... here in a little bit? Is there gonna be one episode just called the MacGuffin? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Hear that, or like, can we like bring back Mac and have him team with someone named Guffin, and we can call them MacGuffin? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll work on that. <laughs> Roach and I have talked about doing a bunch of different like weird episodes, so maybe you'll see a weird episode in the future. We've talked about doing a Christmas episode. Uh, oh my god, I would kill for a Lucha <laughs> Underground Christmas episode. Christmas special, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We, we, you, ha- uh, you have to have a Die Hard match. Oh yeah, we've, we've played around with a bunch of <laughs> totally insane ideas. Uh, so, um, how, how about a musical episode? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I wouldn't say that's out of the question. I mean, uh, hey, Jai you know. Mundo clearly already has singing chops. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, I mean, singing, he, he can rap, too, if you've seen those videos. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think I remember that from the uh, Miz and Morrison days. Yes, yes, yes. I, I got to, uh, I had a lot of fun during those days because I used to do those dirt sheets with those guys. So uh, if you notice, I'm like Paul Bear and, and the one with Adam Lee. I was the big show in one of them. Uh, I got hit in the nuts with a with a kendo stick. Yeah, it was Paul Bearer in the seance one with Adam Lee. <laughs> where they where they try to get the ghost. Uh, the, yeah, they they try to talk to 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 the for, to be on the grave or something like that. Yeah. Oh my god! I need to yeah. see if I can find those again. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, oh man, I. So what was. What was the decision to keep the belt on Sexy Star for only like a week? Like, was oh. that? I mean, I think we always knew where we were going with the belt. It wasn't okay. really about, hey, let's keep the belt on Sexy Star for a week just to do it. Um, 
you know, I think we thought it made sense. Uh, John was in a story with her, and his story was he kept trying all these different underhanded ways to get his hands on it, and it wasn't working, and then finally he was able to, to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it was part of the story, part of her story, and, and, and then part of the overall story of, of the entire temple. It wasn't really a... Let's take it off her for one week because X rumor or Y rumor or whatever it is. Like, no, it was never, never the idea. When you were um, doing the episode where Sexy Star wins the the the, the championship, yes, did you or, or or did you or did anyone else, um, your bosses or whatever, did they have any like kind of expectations as far as like how professional wrestling as a whole would react to that? Yes, you know, there, there would be. <laughs> were you looking for some kind of transcendent? Were you hoping for some kind of transcendent moment? And do you feel like you got the result you were looking for? As far yeah, as I mean, I, th- I think but, above above and beyond, we were looking to tell the story. Story first for us is everything. So that didn't really matter. I knew that there would be controversy. I knew that there'd be buzz, but that's not necessarily why we did it. We didn't do it to like, oh, let's really shock everybody and do it. It wasn't like. Uh, used as a tactic to try to get ratings or to try to get people talking. It really was not not the goal. Um, people questioned it, but they question everything I do. And uh, <laughs> so oh, it wasn't anything new. Usually it's like, hey, let's go for it, man. Let's roll the dice. And, and, and uh, I think it accomplished what we wanted to, especially when Johnny took the title from her. It, it got John some heat, and that's kind of what we were trying to do there. Coming up from that, uh like, do you guys ever pay attention to what the crowd's reacting to in order to, and then, like, change the story? Because I'm thinking right now, like, yeah, Mac has always been, like, a kind of like a mid-level guy. Yeah. But then that episode where he started kicking the security's ass, it, everyone was loving Mac. Yeah, I mean, I think they already love Mac. I think we kind of, you know, but at the same time, I felt felt like in Lucha, everybody wants to fight for the title, whoever it is, and and, you know, he he proved himself earn earn the spot in the match and uh you know people hate johnny <laughs> they hate him, man. <laughs> and 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 we kind of looked at john john's story and max story are kind of two totally different play- guys are two they're from two totally different worlds uh here's johnny mundo who's this you know like perfectly chiseled good looking guy who comes from the suburbs of Los Angeles, whose dad was a lawyer. And then here's the Mac who's kind of like an everyman who, who came from nothing and, and, you know, lived on the streets. And and we kind of thought like, there's kind of a good parallel, especially with, with Johnny being like, you know, he, he can take, he, in Johnny's mind, he can, it's going to be easy for him to defeat the Mac, especially in all night long. Uh, You know, it's, it's an underdog story. Okay. Um. <laughs> Plus, sexy and the Mac are kind of friends, and they're kind of you know misfits in a way, and and you know they have like the best friend friend friendship. Uh, you know, there's a few best friends, I guess, on Lucha, but you know they're 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 some people's favorite best friends. Um, I like that there are best friends who refuse to accept the other's help. That they, I can't count how many scenes there's been in like the the, the bathroom where they've been like, "You're going out there against like five other people. I'm going to be in your corner." No, 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 man. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to do it myself. Are you sure? We had we had some some hard times when we were trying to plot some of the story out because uh, 
of availability of people on certain days. And, and uh, we shot a lot of the season three completely out of order. So um, putting that puzzle together was, was tough. It, 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 I'll, I'll just say this, like doing two seasons back to back as fast as we did was, was a difficult <laughs> task. You know, um, we did, like I was saying, 67 episodes in, I can't even remember how fast, but uh, you know, we were plugging away on some tapings doing, doing five tapings on a weekend. And uh, hopefully we don't do that next time we come back. Five is, is it's a lot, man. And doing stuff like out of order so hard. Have you guys had any problems like with injuries this uh, two seasons? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and Helico and Jack. Uh, we had an injuries injuries with them. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's been a problem. I mean, Ivelisse, uh two times. Um, so yeah, we, we just have we try to work around it the best we can, and and uh, you know you got to roll with the punches. Uh, yeah. I saw yesterday that a uh, one son of Havard is walking around with a broken leg. Yeah, he didn't even know it. That. Yeah. So uh, I feel bad for him. I know he he he's gonna probably miss a lot of work out there. So uh, yeah. anybody help him out, support him. You know, buy some T-shirts from him or something. Help the guy out if you're out there. You know, if you're out there, that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. We sent we sent out the link uh, yesterday through the Mayhem Show account too. Um. So with the Evil East inj- injury, did that yeah. kind of um help with Jeremiah's role? In the yeah, season? it it changed a lot uh, of what we were kind of originally planning and then um you know, you have to you have to pivot a little bit and and uh and make a change based on based on things like that. But you know, we always knew, you know, we were targeting Evelise versus Katrina. We've announced it. So, right, yeah. uh, hopefully we get that matched ultimate Okay, well, I hope we get it too because I hopefully really, get it like, or... like um like when I saw what happened to Evelise, I I was immediately I'm like, oh, I hope she didn't injure herself again. And then you can just tell like the reaction that you guys were able to get on camera, like either oh, she's yeah. really really amazing at selling or fuck. And when you watch that, when you watch that in slow motion, you can see her ankle like it's tough yeah. to watch. Uh, so yeah. All right, uh, so you were talking about best friend combos in Lucha mm-hmm. Underground. My favorite best friend combo is Son of Havoc and Masquerita Sagrada. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're good buddies. Um, it, will we ever see an appearance from Mom of Havoc, or rather just Mrs. Havoc? Um, and this season, maybe. Maybe the next season, you'll see. You just have to stay tuned and follow their storyline. Um, they're both going to, uh, you know, head on a path uh, on their own path. So just uh, watch, you know, just when you think we will forget about something or leave it off, we usually come back to it. That, I, I know. And that, that's one thing that's awesome about you guys is you reward people who pay attention and remember things. Yeah. I just hope they bring bagel bites to the temple. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they actually serve bagel bites in the. Uh, they, we have like a little like VIP lounge. They serve them in like they're like inside of a uh, like inside of like one of those uh, catering tray things that you know like, kind of like you get at a buffet. You know they're in there and it's just filled with bagel bites. I think oh. Sorg actually mentioned that when he went out there. Yeah, <laughs> there's like there's like Modelo and bagel bites, so, uh, beer and pizza, and and hopefully uh, coming soon some Slim Jims. 
Yeah, 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 maybe, yeah. Slim Jim Hey, you know, we've already had those on set, but hey, we could always use. You can never have enough Slim Jims. You know? That Slim Jim commercial, the tastiest was treat am- out there. That Slim Jim commercial was amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh my god, I just, I just want you guys to do like, because it it made me so nostalgic for the Macho Man, like the Macho Man Slim Jim commercials, and you oh, never yeah. see wrestlers doing stuff like that anymore. I, I would love to see you guys get into more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I, I love that stuff too, and uh, we have a few nods to to Macho in in uh, in this season, so you'll just uh, oh, nice. keep watching. I'm a big Macho Man fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, how is how is how is Dario doing with um with with what happened to his brother? Because I'm, sure uh, I'm sure that doesn't sit well with him. Yeah, he's not happy. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you will see his frustration continue to grow. Uh, Dario is not happy about what's going what what happened, and uh, he'll see it on the other side. <laughs> um, because he'll. It, he seemed to have a very weird relationship with Rey Mysterio. Almost not like he was afraid of him, but more like he more respected Rey yeah. Mysterio than a lot of the other guys. Yeah, I think Dario respects Rey Mysterio. I really do. And I think he also looked at Rey Mysterio as, you know, that's a quite a get for a guy with an underground fight club, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the greatest luchador of all time, arguably, fighting your temple. That's pretty awesome. So uh, I think Dario likes that because I think he like you know, but uh, I think he respects Ray for who he is. But yeah, what happened? I don't think he was expecting that. But he's lost a little bit of control of his of baby bro. <laughs> I think he's lost a lot more than a little control. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the chains are off, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So uh, moving on. To the stuff that we haven't seen yet. Okay. Oh God. No, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> just, a, just a generic question. Who do you think is going to be the biggest standout? Hmm. The biggest standout to come in this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Gosh. Um. I, there's a few. Um. I mean. I think. Uh, I think Dante Fox and Killshot. Uh, mm-hmm. Are going to be big standouts for sure. Uh, I think Mac is going to be a big standout, uh, and I guess I'd say, uh, you know, Marty. Okay. Um, I think that those there's there's good lots of good things coming for those characters, um, but there's a lots of stuff that you won't. These, I mean, there's there's so much stuff coming from everybody. I mean, yeah. some of the stuff Famous Bia even does is is legendary. Famous, famous B. I hope he continues to be Lucha Underground's Jimmy Hart. Uh, yeah, I mean that was kind of that was kind of the idea, you know, when when we were thinking of we like, uh, you know, we've like Roach and I we've always been like we like love the wrestling manager. We're like, what happened to the wrestling manager? Like, it used to be like some of my favorite characters in wrestling were managers. So, um, you know, when Famous B, we had the idea and like he kind of ran with it. It was like. You know, in a way, he's kind of like a Jimmy Hart, Bobby Heenan, and Slick. You know, all, <laughs> yes. all rolled into one, and and uh, and, and uh, we thought that was that was cool. Uh, and th- now you have uh, now you have Cowboy Famous B, which is kind of cool too. And, and Cowgirl Brenda, 
Cowgirl Brenda, yeah. Is, is always, <laughs> with her golden... Um, golden horseshoe. Golden, the golden horseshoe, yeah. In her bag, yep. <laughs> it, it, it reminded me a lot of Sensational Sherry. Yeah. Uh, which that, was awesome. I mean, the annoying screams and, and all that. The, uh, they've uh, they've been awesome, and I think they've added a lot to the show. And, and uh, you know, I, I like that they're kind of... They're straight shooters, and, and, and I love that Famous B... When he, uh, God, we're spending an awful lot of time talking about Famous B, but when he has switches to Cowboy Famous B, he has an accent, which is amazing. I don't think I picked up on that. He goes, like when Tay, when he calls him Tay, ha, no. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he says cowboy things like giddy up and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, darn tootin' and, you know, things like that. Stereotypical cowboy words. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so so he, he's basically like colonel famous b yeah 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 right it's a little mixture of that too it's like famous b is like the, our tribute to like all wrestling managers you know? uh when he rides out on a motorcycle with a dummy on it that'll be you know, you know <laughs> he better be managing some of havoc at that point right right you're that or just we're just sitting on masquerita's lap in the sidecar yeah, and I think Famous B has like all great managers. He's like looking to, to he's he's looking to form a stable. The Famous B family, I would love it. Are you saying there's a horse tribe? Yeah, oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. There's only seven tribes, but and and you can tell what those tribes are if you just look at the seven H and Aztec medallions. Uh, will we be getting another Gift of the Gods when we come back? Like more medallion uh, matches. Yes, the gift of the gods will come back into play okay. big time. Okay, awesome. Big time. Yeah, cause I remember because when I was asking Eric about the kill shot and Air Fox stuff, um, he told me that there was something really big that would just blow the doors off. Yeah, the, those guys coming up. Those guys. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I asked him, like, is it is it better than weapons of mass destruction? He's like, it's so much better than weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> It's uh, the insanity level is taken up a full notch. Like it's uncomfortable insanity. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Did you have people in the temple frightened? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I had people in the temple get mad at me because they're like, I can't believe you allowed that to happen. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> All right then. That I'm excited for that. Yeah. But I didn't do anything that nobody didn't want to do, and and everything we did was was safe. And of it's, course, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's just crazy. It looks crazier. Yeah, it's fuck. It's crazy. But those guys, uh, they just take it to another level. Not only with their care. I mean, I think Killshot's been on like you know he's been on a roll, dude. And I think he kind of solidifies himself as a big player uh, by the end of the season. Fox, same thing. I mean, Marty. I mean, all these guys. Like everybody comes to play. Pentagon. Uh, God, man. It's- does, does Marty ever learn how moths' wings work? I don't think he ever will. I, I don't think. Okay. He- I don't think mentally he can he can understand that. Because <laughs> every time every time I see him just do like the slow, I'm like that that's not how that works. And I I ask him every time on Twitter. He just doesn't. He just he just likes the tweet and moves on. I'm like, yeah, okay. so, yeah I was like, flap those wings, man. Do it. Um, so, so, so since you mentioned Pentagon, yeah, and I feel like we have to talk about Vampiro. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly pulling all the strings, right? Well. Like, I mean, thing. What's in a way? Uh, yeah, I mean, 
watch it play out. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I, I think it's very, I, I mean, in one way, it, it's frustrating to watch Pentagon kind of like put himself into bad situations over and over again, but it, it definitely I'm appreciating the the arc of the storyline and where it's going. And, and especially, I, I mean, how much, um, how much attention to detail would you say there has been as far as Vampiro's commentary as it relates to Pentagon and, and Puma? And well, I, think a lot. Yeah. I think a lot. <laughs> um, I think a lot not only of what Vamp adds, but kind of the things that we talked to him about kind of saying or feed him or, or um, you know, we, we have Vamp knows all the story. So like we, okay. you know, we go, he, we go through the storylines every week and, uh, hit everybody over the head with them. So everybody knows what's kind of happening, but uh, yeah. So he's kind, of, he's kind of like Alan Rickman knowing the spoilers for book seven of Harry Potter. And he's going through the whole thing. Like, yeah, it, it, in a this. way, in a way he does, but uh, not everybody knows. It's kind of cool because not everybody, even on the show knows everything that's happening. So, Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah. We kind of keep that close to the vest and like, you know, so somebody, they may not have any idea what's happening until they come and shoot the scene. Hmm. And they don't get to see everybody else's stuff. So, yeah, it's yeah. got to be really confusing. Especially then they shoot stuff out of order for scenes that they haven't even, sometimes even programs they haven't even done yet. So, yeah, it's just... <laughs> well, luckily, I can keep track of it all. Yeah, I remember um, I went to the New York Comic Con panel that uh, you guys had. And I remember Ray talking about having to film like the 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 death of Ast- of Azteca Jr. scene. Oh. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, it was really weird. They were trying they were like showing me clips of what I needed to do and stuff like that. It was re- I just thought it was a really cool um like process to hear to hear him what he had to go through because he hasn't done stuff like that before. Like not even WWE where he's not like acting, he's just doing promos. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they're acting in WWE um just weird how it's all set up there. Plus, you're doing everything in WWE. You're getting that script that day, and you're shooting it sometimes live or just pre-taped, and then you're done, and it airs, so you're always staying with your storyline. So in Lucha, sometimes we shoot things out of order, depending on, you know, it could be Dario Cueto office day, and we shoot, you know, scenes that, that span over the whole season in the office. So you have to kind of let the characters know where they are and, and what's kind of happening, and then yeah, go from there. Okay. Um, the, the the door in the the door in the temple actually does go to the office, right? What? Oh, the door the, like the door Dario in dark because I'm pretty sure we've seen like yeah, yeah, that's the office. Okay. That's, that's okay. like taxi, you know. If, if you guys are familiar, I guess might be yeah. too young. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay, I just want because I'm pretty sure we've seen like that actual transition where. Like the camera follows us in, but I, I wasn't sure if we had seen that before. Yeah, yeah. There's, a door, seen, like, there's two to. door. There's two doors into Dario's office. There's one that goes into the temple and one that goes into the hallway. Right. Okay. Usually, the one that everybody keeps open is the one that goes in the hallway, where he's like, "Close the door." That one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hallway. And now we know that um, people have been keeping their secrets stashed up in the ceiling of Dario's office. Yeah, I mean, there's for a while. <laughs> There's secrets oh, all true. over the temple. Yeah, yeah. There's a Ouija board that's been up there that was <coughs> years ago. Oh, um, another, will will we ever get back to those pictures that, uh, Dar- that Dario tried to hide away? Yes. Okay, because I tried pausing and trying to <laughs> glean 
whatever I could from those pictures, but I couldn't tell a fucking thing. From it's the it's uh, pictures of the islands of the dolls. <laughs> you know that island? No. Yeah. It's like an it's... island in Mexico that has all these dolls that's haunted. Oh God. Oh, that... Okay, that that I have a whole new thought process now. <laughs> I've actually Are, been there, so is, yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is scary? Yeah, that's pretty creepy. <laughs> and like new dolls appear all the time there, and they yeah. like people say they don't know how they got there. Oh God, that's terrifying. Okay, so is this location gonna play some sort of larger role, or are we just looking for something creepy, Chris? Well, maybe just uh, oh, keep watching. It, uh, you might not get that answer this season, but there'll be an answer for it eventually. So there's actually going to be an Isle of Misfit toys, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then and are, then, are uh, you just gonna get old ECW guys and just call them a trio stable, the Island of Misfit toys? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Like you get Sandman, Sabu, and Balls Mahoney, just the All Island right. of Misfit toys. Yeah, both that. Oh. Yeah, we get we can get blue meanie. Hey, you know, oh god, <laughs> yes. Oh man, I'll call up Simon Dean. Yeah, the whole thing, man. It'll be on. Only if he has a segue, though. Yeah, I love that damn segue. <laughs> My <laughs> first appearance on WWE television, I I was his hamburger waiter when he fought Bobby Lashley at I think it was No Mercy. <laughs> yeah, the segue, and I walked behind him with a tray of hamburgers. <laughs> As he promised, he promised that he would like make Bobby Lashley eat all the hamburgers, or that, or if he lost, he oh, if he lost, he was going to eat all the hamburgers, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Simon has a problem. I love that it's guy. A different Simon, but oh man, um, jeez, I'm I'm just now you have me stuck in the damn dolls thing, and that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna fuck with my brain. Um, so what was it like bringing uh, Paul London in for the first time oh. for the Rabbit Tribe? Uh, it's awesome. Like I've known Paul for a long time, and um, he, uh, you know, when I, when I talked to him about it, it was like, "Do you want to come on not only in as a, a performer, but also as uh, as somebody who can help behind the scenes, agent, put together matches, and and uh, uh, you know, he's been a huge asset to the, to to the show." Um, I know that a lot of the guys on the roster are like big Paul London fans and kind of, you know, had watched him and they were super excited when he came on. And Paul just brings like a cool energy <laughs> to everything. And <laughs> and I think he really gets it. And, um, you know, we tried a few different things with Paul in the beginning with this character. And um, there is a uh, – we had shot the rabbit trap once. They had all red suits and, and – uh, our, our first incarnation of them that well, that has never seen the air because uh, they all look like scuba divers. So it's like, <laughs> it like the scuba team, like this is not working. This is not working at all. So, so we went back to the drawing board and, and Vampiro had some ideas and Paul had some ideas and I had some ideas and Eric did and Chris and, and eventually we kind of came up with this kind of wild and wacky rabbit trap and uh, people, uh, it worked the second time because it kind it kind of seems like they drew some inspiration from like the Willy Wonka TVs um, 
scene where they're all in white coats and everything. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit of that. It's a, you know, we kind of, it's a little bit of, like, drug culture, and, and we thought, like, you know, one of the tribes should be, like, really fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly <laughs> motivated, yeah. Yeah, like, they're just, a, like, like, you know, like, you know, like how hobbits, like, sit around and smoke and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, we thought that that tribe should be, you know, a little bit more, you know, live live a different kind of lifestyle than than some of the others. And the rabbit tribe is, yeah, they live a natural lifestyle and and uh, and enjoy to to yeah <laughs> explore the universe in other ways. Yeah. Are they going to um, reach a point where perhaps they are forced to take things more seriously, or is this? Are they going to be freeloading for the foreseeable future? Uh, it's possible. Um, you know, their storyline is is is, uh, is is a journey as well, and it's it began in this one, and, and you'll you'll see it play out. <laughs> is it a twelve step journey? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so, you know, sometimes the rabbit tribe isn't right about everything, and sometimes <laughs> sometimes their mind plays tricks on them, and sometimes uh, sometimes they see the light. So. Uh, yeah, they 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 all they they definitely add some fun to the show, which is which is yeah. always good to have a little bit of that. So they're really gonna be pissed when they find out Masqueria doesn't have a cotton tail, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they might see him that way, though. You know, like, <laughs> will we ever get like a like a POV shot of them and they see Masqueria with bunny ears on? Because uh, that would be amazing. I don't know. We could always do that another time. But I don't know. <laughs> Um, well, do you think do you think they didn't they'd uh, take any more inspiration from like Alice in Wonderland? Maybe co- like call on someone else, like call Dario a Cheshire Cat or something like that. Yeah, who knows? I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, just uh, they're in for they're in for a, for a fun story. They have a- <laughs> Paul Paul London's Wild Ride. Yeah, Paul <laughs> London's Wild Ride. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, so Matt, was there anything else that you had from the uh from the trailer behind besides the um the Melissa Santos stuff? Uh I didn't really I can't think of anything else other than like I feel like okay, that this mysterious shot from the trailer of the fifth member of the Worldwide Underground. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe we got some clarification on that or did we or or is that still a shoe that I needs think, to drop? I think you're starting to. Okay. Um, and you know, yeah, people can say that you'll you'll see. Uh, there's a fifth person. I don't know if that person is a member or not. Yeah. Okay. And are we gonna see Taya back when we come back from Lutra? Oh yeah, you'll okay. see okay. a lot of Taya. Yeah, because uh, I know she she had an injury too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, early on in the in the season, she had to miss some taping, so then we had to kind of work work around it and, and make it happen. But uh, she's working on a movie, so uh, you know she has to. She she's in the edit bay working on her movie about her film. I mean, she wouldn't call it a movie; it's a film, of course, about Johnny Mundo. So yeah, so she's sometimes there and sometimes not. But she starts to make a few more. Appearances uh, in the temple. Are are we going to get to see that movie? Maybe. It, it, <laughs> is is it is one hour hour long episode just Taya's movie? Because I would be entirely okay with that. I wish. I wish. I, I wish. would be incredibly okay with that. But uh, you will see. You'll see. Uh, uh, you'll see. You might see see it. I don't know. You'll have to see. She's got to work. She has to finish it first, and 
Maybe she won't be able to finish it. I don't. You have to see. You well, yeah, I mean, post production <laughs> stuff. I, I I get how that works. And... Yeah, you know, a lot of people like that. Sometimes they take on a little bit more than they than they bargained for. You know, but uh, yeah, check it out. All righty. Um. Well, is there anything else that you can kind of give us, like maybe a little tease of what's to come in season three? Like, oh gosh. Um. Are there are there any other new characters that we haven't been introduced to yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yes, there are new characters that you haven't been introduced to. Um, there are um, lots of new twists. I really think the second half of season three really starts to roll hard. Uh, it's uh, it's a wild ride, and uh, there's a uh, yeah. It, it sets up what I think is uh, possibly the the best Ultima Lucha so far. Okay, and and you said that's a that's a three hour or four hour Ultima Lucha. Well, it's five hours. Four five hours. Episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's 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 like Wrestle Kingdom. Like I almost I almost don't want to watch it week by week and just binge it as a five hour long show. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, you couldn't do that, but uh, if you have a Nielsen box, don't. Well, yeah, I don't have anything <laughs> I'm in Poughkeepsie. They don't give us Nielsen anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, are we go- are we going to be getting like any more um, retrospective stuff in the meantime? Because I know they've been airing like old episodes of Lucha. Yeah, I don't know what the network has planned. I you know like I, I pretty much just handle Lucha, and the network does the network. Um, okay. So I'm not sure what exactly everything that they are planning to do. Um, you know, I think they're hoping with the uh, with that streaming service that you know a lot more people will get the eye catch their eye on it, and uh, you know, with that break, uh, you know, hopefully it, it uh, triggers a whole bunch of new fans that are going to seek it out. Okay, uh, is there any more worried as to maybe like um, a live touring thing in the meantime? Uh, yeah, I think that's they're working on that. So um, I can't, I don't have any other information that I can okay. personally give, but uh, okay, I know that. That's one of their goals. So, well, if you can whisper in someone's ear, New York loves Lucha Underground. I would love to come to New York. My my family lives in Connecticut, so it would be good to. to yeah, uh, dude, dude, I'm not tell- I'm not joking. To get front row seats for the Lucha Underground panel, I had to sit through a Sailor Moon panel for an hour. Oh wow! You should have just like asked me. I no, you had already gone at that point. Oh yeah, but, but the way the way New York Comic Con works is they don't have like the VIP things. Oh, you couldn't. Nobody could hook you up that way. Uh, no, I was talking to Eric. He, 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 and I talked after the show, but there was no, there's no way to really filter people in. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll sit through this. It's fine. That was my first Comic Con, and I was, I was overwhelmed. I couldn't believe, <laughs> like, I couldn't. I got lost. I was like, man, where the heck am I here? And uh, yeah, that was that, that was definitely interesting. I mean, I couldn't even find you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think we'll be doing some more of those kinds of things, uh, and uh, that'll be cool too. So, uh, you know, which is we'll be out there. Excellent. All right. Uh, so, Garza, do you have anything else for Chris? Uh, I guess. Is there any wrestling that uh, you guys are checking out nowadays? Any wrestling that we're checking out? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I try to watch everything I can uh, if if I have an opportunity. Uh, I try to watch WWE Raw sometimes if I can. Uh, I caught the main event on Monday. 
the tail end of it. Um, but I'm also working on a, another project right now, so I really haven't had too much time to watch wrestling, which kind of sucks. But, you know, I'll try to watch. I've, I, plus, I'm trying to watch Lucha Underground. I'm on, like, episode uh, 29 of season three right now, so I'm, I'm still trying to plow through that and make sure that that turns out okay. All right. Well, well. If you need a, if you need a help, you know, watching those, <laughs> you know, you can I don't just, want to give you any spoilers, man. You, you can just send them. Where I cut off and like <laughs> how much we've seen so far. Yeah, just send us some tapes. It'll be totally fine. No. Right, just, send, just I'll get you the second half of the season sent to you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we'll sign NDA, so it'll be great. They, they are super, yeah. super protective of it. You know, like oh, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it only goes to a very few, few people. So, <laughs> Well, we, we can't wait for it. Uh, Matt, did you have anything else? No, I just wanted to, uh, Chris, I, I just want to thank you and thank everybody out there for, for continuing to keep this thing rolling. Yeah. We're, we're, it's, we're still, try- it's still the best. So, Cool, man. I, we're trying to, and I hope, hope everybody out there doesn't get frustrated. Uh, you know, I know it can be sometimes, but, you know, Lucha Underground is – is a different kind of animal than, than, uh, you know, traditional wrestling shows. So, um, you know, uh, we our goal is to, is to present the, the most quality show we can and to, and to give the fans, uh, the, the best stuff we can. And we're, we're, we're working through it and we're going to, we're going to try to make it happen so we can keep doing it for a long time. Yeah. We're going to see if we can try and maybe get Eric back on, um, like right before you guys come back you said at the end of May. I think that uh, Lucha Underground Twitter put like May thirty first or something like that. Okay. Yeah, but, but we'll, yeah, but we'll see if we can like hook up again right before. Um, yeah, you should get him on, man. He'll give you he'll give you the good information because uh, he, <laughs> he he won't get in trouble for it. So that's, I'm like, who's <laughs> 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 boss? So it's like, oh yeah, who's gonna get mad at him? So uh, I, I probably gave away too much uh, just today talking to you guys, but yeah, I like talking to you guys. Damn, I love it. It, it, and plus, Garz is back, so that that made a big big difference for me. Well, I mean, we have to pull in the big guns when you come on. The yeah, show. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> I mean, if it helps, I know I'm still fucking confused as shit. So I'm still thinking about tiny China dolls that possibly yeah, yeah. are reincarnated spirits. So yeah, oh, no, but the pictures had power with magical powers too. So oh no, are they fucking weeping angels? Are you telling me we're bringing weeping angels into this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Just watch. It's, oh God, it, it, you're gonna give me fucking nightmares, dude. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be weird, and uh, yeah, we, we do. <laughs> we're just gonna keep doing our lucha thing. Alrighty, excellent. Uh, well, again, Chris, thank you so much for coming on to talk. To no, us. no, no, thanks. Thank you guys for talking about it and talking about lucha underground. I know we're in a downtime, so uh, I think it's cool uh, that you guys are giving people an opportunity to talk about the show and keep the uh, keep the pulse alive as we wait eagerly wait. Uh, that streaming service thing, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and the second half of season two to hit the El Rey Network. So, um, I promise you, it will be worth the wait. Excellent, I'm sure it will. And oh, and actually, we're getting um, Sorg completely caught up on Lucha too, especially yeah, inside streaming. It, it took like two years, but you're getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, it's weird because he's still been both. Ahead and behind on Lucha Underground. So once those yeah, people he's meet, seen, yeah, it's got to be so weird because he's seen things that he shouldn't have seen already. Like it's like he saw the future, and you're not supposed to see the future. <laughs> oh my god, he he broke the time stream. <laughs> he did. He did. Fucking Barry we'll have, Allen. We'll have to send Arrowstar back to correct it. 
<laughs> oh my god, please tell me there's like an Aerostar Speed Force where he can do that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we shall see. I um, read too so, many comics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hopefully as soon as we get Sorg back on, we'll get him on one of these so he can uh, just go through all of the Lucha things he's absorbed at this point. Yeah, let's get everybody on, man. Let's do it. We should do a big blowout once we come back. So, uh, or at least after Ultima Lucha 3. Oh, yeah. After Ultima Ultima Lucha 3, we'll definitely try and get as many people on as possible. Yeah, we can do a big (laughs) one then. But but until then, uh, yeah, get Eric on before the season. You can really dig for answers from him. He loves you guys, so. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, again, thank you, Chris and Joseph. Um, for, For Chris... For um, Antonio Garza. Antonio Garza, where can the good people on the internet find you? Uh, you can go to drestlingrevolution.com. Uh, we talk about wrestling. Right. Uh, <laughs> Matt. Oh, sorry. What was that, Garza? No, no, no. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt, where can people on the internet find you? Um, at On the Twitter, at Mainstream Matt with one T, and hashtag Mayhem Mania, and watch us. Futi- watch our exercise of futility as we try to create a better WrestleMania card than Vince can. <laughs> oh, dude, I want in on that again. I, I, oh, yeah. I forgot I was on that 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 uh, few well, years. Ago. Didn't I have? Oh what? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you were on last time. We completely <laughs> effed it up. So <laughs> it's a disaster. So I think it's only fair that maybe you should come back so you could destroy somebody else's perfect match. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt, yeah. how about um as soon as as soon as I turn off the recording, you can run down. The matches, and he gets to make one move. There'll be a special spoiler for the Mayhem show. <laughs> yeah, we could we could do something like that. We'll try to figure something out, Chris. I'll see if I can. Uh, yeah, yeah, we 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 can we can figure that out right now. I've heard um, some things about that WrestleMania card. It's getting me nervous. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah. you and me the, the both, weird thing is, there's a, there's a match on our, there was a match on our Mayhem Mania card, and then like, on there. That I made. Later, there was the rumored match was coming up for WrestleMania. Like, oh my god, they're really going to try that. I'm, so, I'm not going to lie. It's a match I made too, oh, wow. but but our, but our version's ten times better. Our version is way better. All right, twice as good well, all right, because so, got twice as many teams in it. So yeah, our the the version that's rumored on the internet is John Cena and Nikki Bella against the Miz and Maurice. Yes, our version also has Rusev and Lana and Triple H and Stephanie. For oh wow, yeah, that is better, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so when we saw that show up, that was pretty uh, hilarious. But uh, Chris, where can people find you on the internet if they want to try and bug you for Lucha Spoilers? Uh, yeah, at Christian Joseph on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to plug that you're working on or anything? Uh, not that I can say right now, but uh, but it's it, I, I'm working on some things that, uh, that you know, I think wrestling fans dig. So uh, yeah, okay. it's cool. I wish I could say, but I can't. Alrighty. All right. And uh I'm at Mad Mike4883. Uh if you guys have any questions about Lucha Underground, please feel free to email us. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Hit us up on Twitter, hit up the hashtag MM for me, Mad Mike. Um, hit up hashtag Lucha Underground. Follow Lucha Underground. Follow Lucha. Watch Lucha whenever it comes to said streaming service. Maybe in a week. Who knows? We don't know. But when it comes, binge watch the fuck out of it i know i'm Even gonna if watch you've it already seen it already watch it oh, again especially <laughs> if you've seen it already because trust me several conversations with this man there is shit you've missed i guarantee <laughs> you've missed it i've missed it all the time we've all missed it 
I because I can't wait to watch season one again with all the knowledge I have now. It's gonna blow my hair back, and I can't wait. I actually went ahead and did that after the first season, and there was so much stuff that I was like just rediscovering. <laughs> That's right. I, you did, you did do a blog like what I learned from Lucha Underground by yeah. watching it again. Oh God! All right, yeah. So whenever it hits Netflix, keep an eye out for it. I'm sure Netflix will drop something uh, when it comes on the airwaves. But uh, so for Antonio Garza, for Mainstream Matt, for Mad Mike, and for our very special guest Krista Joseph, this has been your very special edition of the Mid Week War.